Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. So today we have with us Sarah. So welcome, Sarah. Please feel free to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and what you do and the magic that you create. Sure. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Uh, yes, I am Sarah, and I am a gut health coach. I specialize in helping people with all kinds of things related to their gut, because as I'm sure a lot of you already know and or hearing, the gut plays a huge role in our overall health. Um, so I'm just super passionate about talking about it, spreading the word about it, and trying to get people on the right path um, to just feeling the, their best again. Um, the symptoms are so varying and it's a, it's a huge world and there's, it's, it's really exciting. <laughs> the gut health realm. I love it so much. So yeah, uh, I like know, to people. it's talked about a lot, but I really liked your, your perspective and your take on it and you do things a little bit differently. So I'm excited to get back into that, but share, share your story. How, why are you passionate about this? You know, most passion breeds out of some kind of experience and I'm no different. I, you know, was so, so stuck in my ways, my eating habits, my patterns, my way of living for so long um, that you don't realize it, it catches up with you. And even as young as I am, I started seeing things about 10 years ago in my energy and my skin and weight gain and just serious kind of body image issues and anxiety, mood swings, so much came up for me. And I hit a breaking point like we most do and started diving into what it means to kind of be healthy and uh, started becoming really passionate about it and excited about it and experimenting. Um, and much like a lot of people with their digestion, this is like something that you deal with every day. This is painful. It can be frustrating. It can be embarrassing. And uh, so I just focused all my efforts into healing as much as I possibly could. Um, and that really started with mind and connecting to the mind. Um, it wasn't just the food on the plate. And I discovered such a a unique perspective of gut healing that, you know, is not all about nutrition. It took a lot to recognize that uh, you're so much more than what we eat. <laughs> yeah. That mind body piece. So the card that I'm pulled your card, the card that I have for you is what do you think your clients should let go of and why? I guess intuition just came to me and just said the, the first thing I should say is trauma. Um, before we are able to allow our body to regenerate fully, I think we, we have to be willing to let go of past, of pain um, that has manifested, I think, into not only energies for us, but ways of believing and seeing and coping. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are in the situation they're at with their gut right now because they haven't been able to cope. 
Yeah. I know that before when we talked, you talked about body dysmorphia and anxiety and mood swings. So I can see how some of that's correlated with trauma. Um, do you want to kind of go more into that? Like how would body dysmorphia be connected to gut health? Yeah. So think about that gut feeling that you get when you're anxious or when you're nervous or when you're scared, uh, when there's a lot of stress going on, or even when you're just in a, in a moment of anger, you snap at someone, you snap at the kids or someone's just driving you nuts. It's not just like right here, you feel it throughout your entire body. And imagine going through so many life experiences and the more we, we age and everybody's so differing in this, but again and again and again, going through these traumatic events or the way you see your body, the what happens when you look in the mirror, um, it sort of manifests into the physical every single time from what I've seen. And for me, I've always had a fear of looking in the mirror. I had a fear for a long time because I didn't see what everyone else saw. And that festered in me and created so much anxiety and stress. And unfortunately, we can't digest when we're under stress. <laughs> it, uh, it can't happen. We can't produce the right enzymes. We can't produce the stomach acid. We are, you know, diverting blood away from our digestive system into our extremities when we're stressed out and anxious all the time. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people when they do this gut health work, you know, if they've had a lot of issues that they can't get under control with food, they do the extreme. You know, a lot of people will just cut them off of pretty much all food and start them on one small food at a time until they get it figured out. And you talk about not doing that. And that was fascinating to me. Do you want to give us a little bit of information on your process with that? You know, and the reason I want to bring that up is because when you have things like body dysmorphia, there's typically eating disorders around it. There's, um, I found with my celiac disease, there was a lot correlated to bulimia and just how I felt. And does the emotional part come first or what, you know, it's kind of like the egg or the chicken. But um, when you put somebody on an extreme restriction like that when they have an eating disorder it can trigger it and that's why I liked your perspective on this and that's why I wanted to talk about it yeah thank you uh absolutely this is why I like to say nutrition and I talk about my changes as nutrition changes rather than diet because yeah with people who already have disordered eating or people who have bordered on it saying this, you can't have something or you shouldn't have something. I, I mean, we all, I think, want what we can't have, right, uh, already. Um, and I just find it's not necessary. So with this restriction, uh, we're doing sometimes more harm than good. We do have to do some eliminating. I had to eliminate a lot of things. And I had to go to extremes because that's how I was told to do it. And it worked, sure. But as somebody who already had a bit of disordered eating because of the way that I viewed my body. Um, I found it creates such a deprivation in us 
And so we just go back to our old ways. It's really, really easy to just go back unless we're dealing, yes, with the mindset side of things. And we're also making nutritional changes from enjoyment, finding things and substituting things and maybe just tweaking, making little sustainable changes, if that makes sense. Um, I don't think restriction is necessary. However, elimination for a short time can be hugely beneficial and reminding people this isn't forever. It's not forever, but we do have to eliminate so that we can find out if it's a trigger, if it's a cause of your pain. Um, but yeah, to me, certain fad diets and things that tell people you're not, you can't eat carbohydrates or you can't eat fats or you can't eat something like this. Um, I mean, this is why people don't change. That's why it's a diet, not a, a lifestyle shift. Whereas I work with lifestyle shifts. Yeah. So how do you find the trauma or how do you address the trauma when you have somebody come to you with extreme gut issues? Well, first and foremost, we talk pretty in-depth in our sessions about how things are making us feel <laughs> on not just an emotional level, but a physical level as well. And a lot of these sessions will tap into these traumas because people recognize it. Now, I will always say I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. So there's certain things that I'm, I'm never going to handle it. However, I'm not always going to ask questions to people um, to see how it might re relate back to the gut. How maybe this certain trauma that you experienced when you were three or five or six or 10 years old, you know, maybe causing you perpetual states of, of stress or you might be reliving things or you might be putting your body back into that fight or flight mode your nervous system may not have ever been able to regulate from this so if we can address it and we can get you the help that you need whether that's you know a different professional or just me asking you questions to try to acknowledge it and get to the root of it then um, a lot of people see a huge shift because it's easier to make good choices when you're feeling better about you and inside um, and recognizing that, yep, it could be a reason why you can't digest, could be a reason why you're constipated and have been for 20 years. You know, it's it's out there, but the the mind is a very powerful thing. Yeah. So have you ever worked with babies? Have you ever babies? No, no? no, I was just curious about it. But I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of reading about it uh -huh. and just, you know, even prenatal stuff and mothers and just how, I mean, bacteria, our microbiome is developed the moment we pass through the birth canal from everything from our mother's flora to the doctors that are handling us, anything that's in the air, the first few days are so crucial to yeah. building our microbiome, and um, they, especially. And then they yeah. vaccinate them and then they screw it all up. <laughs> Not just that, but they take the, they take the baby immediately and they wash the baby in a lot of cases or take them out of the room rather than that skin to skin contact that they need that moment, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Or they cut the umbilical cord too soon. Mm -hmm. 
before the, all the nutrients is, yeah, there's so much. It's fascinating. All the above. All the above. It's so far reaching. Yeah. Yeah. It's so far reaching. Well, this is fascinating stuff. Um, and I hear a lot about it. There's so many people that are struggling with this on some level, some far mm-hmm. extreme than the others. And I related with you from the beginning because I was that person, but this was, you know, a long time as in high school I'm 46. So that was um, maybe almost 30 years ago um, that I was dealing with it and it, in an extreme way. And they didn't have the knowledge and education out there that they do now on celiac. Yeah. And I didn't know to stay away from it. So even though I got it under control at that point, when they found it, I was on, I was dying from it. I was, my body was literally shut down. I had no vitamin K in my body. There was a lot of really extreme things and there wasn't yeah. a one of you around. <laughs> so it took me of a course. lot of years um, yeah. before I ever got even remotely healthy. And I met somebody who she didn't give me the extreme diet, but she put me on a cleanse and did the inner work, the, the healing, the trauma healing. Yeah. The and, cleansing works, the detoxing works the best, you know, the best thing to know is the detoxing, especially like our bodies are designed for it. They're designed for these to heal and yeah. regenerate. It's just, again, for you, you didn't know what was going on. So you're perpetually putting the thing that's killing you in you. Yep. And we do it every day without even knowing it. Um, yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm excited about just getting information out there and educating people because I have friends you know, in the past, I've had friends who have celiacs or gluten sensitivity and they'll go out to eat and they'll just, oh, I'm just having one bite. And I'm like, but one bite can destroy your whole system. That Absolutely. one bite, it doesn't do any good to like tell the waiter to make your food gluten-free and make sure everything's clean. If you're going to have that bite of dessert, you just destroyed the whole process. Um, Absolutely. But- people don't really understand the com the impact that that makes on your body. And that's where, you know, the education comes from. Mm-hmm. Cause you are literally. Yeah, and, it, and that impulse is because food is addictive and it's hard to give up these things. It's hard. I couldn't even imagine the celiac, like that's tough. It's it gluten's and everything. Mm-hmm. right so there is a mental aspect of that getting over these things too right I can't yeah. can't imagine I'm sure you can attest to what you went through mentally when you finally had to realize like can never do gluten again yeah it took me a long time and then I just had to do the mindset work on myself the really deep yeah. sitting with it and deciding how I feel is more important than anything ever and I just got it in my mind that like gasoline smells good it smells, I like to smell gasoline, but I don't sit there and smell it. Right. Because yeah. we know it's not good for us. And yeah. so that's kind of what I did with it. I was like, this is gasoline in a dangerous way. It's dangerous and it's toxic and it might smell good, but it doesn't feel good. And it takes my body so long to recover. So it's, it's a 100% non-negotiable. I will leave food on the table, even if I'm hungry before I will eat it. It will be the, yeah. I will not eat it. And I've been that way for a lot of years now, but it took me a lot of work on my mind to be able to get there, especially with eating disorders and all the things that you've talked about. Absolutely. And celiac is such a a big one because it's, it's not just an intolerance. Like people may not understand the severity of what they're doing. Um, If you are celiac, you need to stay away from gluten forever and ever and ever. And there's just no, 
if ands or buts where you will be sick forever. And if you don't feel those ramifications, like a lot of people don't feel it immediately. Yeah. But what happened that I didn't know is when you hit 35 and you have arthritis and you're like, why do I have arthritis at 35? It is because this is an autoimmune disease. Yeah. And that is yeah. the symptom. That is the uh, something that happened from it. Yeah. Nobody, nobody educated me on that. Um, so that's why, yeah. I'm, why I'm passionate about what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a blast. It's a lot. A lot of information and everybody yeah. sort of knows about it now. So you just get so many questions, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and sometimes I, ha I like not sometimes, but all the time I have to be honest, like I might be like, I have no idea. Right. There's so many aspects of gut health. I have no idea, but I'll look it up. And now, you know, there's something fun, new fun thing to learn every day. Yeah. But one thing I can say is having somebody there to guide you that does have information that is willing to look things up for you, to hold you accountable, to give you that support is really, really powerful. And it makes it a lot easier. And there's just something about it when you have somebody there. Um, so tell us how somebody can work with you or find you. For sure. I mean, if you're just starting and you uh, maybe aren't quite ready for a one-on-one -on -one coach, uh, I have the gut guide, which I encourage everyone to get. I hope the whole world gets it. And as it expands and gets better and better, um, I will keep updating it. Uh, this guide is basically just something that you can have for you. You do it at your own pace. It's got modules. It's got homework. It's got links. Like it's jam packed to start you off on a good foot and understanding what is gut health? How is it affecting me? What are certain symptoms? How can I start feeling better? What can I do to eat better? What can I do to make my home care and skincare and things a little bit better and less impactful? Um, and then obviously I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and that is the gut guide on steroids. That's, <laughs> um, you know, six week, 12 week or beyond program that I work one-on-one -on -one with people we do sessions just, you know, like this, we talk, we get to know each other and we um, start digging and getting to the root cause of what's going on for you uh, over 12 weeks or six weeks. And anybody can find me. I'm on all the social medias, uh, you know, Facebook, you can find me, Sarah Hemphill. I have a group there you can come join as well, of course, as Instagram. And TikTok, I'm known as uh, Gut Health Gal. So you can find me on all those as well. Now Reach out. Look up the Gut gut Health Gal and you'll find gut her. Health gal. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll put your Gut Health Guide in the description so people can get that. Thank and you. thank you for, thank you for being on here and sharing and educating and all of, of those. Of course. Things. Thanks and for having me. Yes. Yeah, so we will see you on the next one. <laughs>